Hey guys, I'm Erica. And I'm Brooke. And this is the Balanced and Bougie Podcast. Join us as we dive into topics about wellness, pursuing big dreams, navigating the joys and stressors of life in our mid-20s, and reflecting on ways we can continue to grow into our best selves. We believe that life is just chasing the right balance between living healthy and being as extra as possible. So put on a face mask, grab your green juice or venti iced coffee, and let's get into the conversation. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Balance and Bougie. This is Brooke just giving you a quick update on what to expect for this week's episode. So unfortunately, due to Erica doing some traveling and of course, I'm across the world, we ran into some technical difficulties that we weren't able to work around. So unfortunately, our life updates that we love to provide at the beginning of the episode got lost somewhere in cyberspace. Um, so just be prepared that we're going to jump right into the conversation and that this episode will still be just about as long as the others. But we'll be back with our normal structure of updating you guys on our life um, next episode. There also might be a little difference in audio quality as well as some slight delays because Erica was a champ and recorded this episode from the car. Um, but again, we're still learning, we're trying new things, and we're going to do our best to piece together what we felt was a really great discussion on some of our favorite things that we're currently using, eating, experiencing, the whole thing. Oh, and one last thing. In the episode, you'll hear me share one of my favorite new foods that provides good balance of probiotics and digestive enzymes. So in all my excitement of the information that I'm learning that I wanted to share with you guys, I used these terms interchangeably. Full disclosure, they're not the same thing. So please just know that anything we share with you guys, we always encourage that you do further research and find what works for you, especially if implementing anything into your diet. But just know, probiotics and digestive enzymes are both game changers. I can't wait for you to hear about the new food that I recommend trying. We can't wait to get into this episode with you. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Balanced and Bougie. Um, reporting to you live from London on this end. And Erica's currently on the move to our topic for today's show, which is we are going to share a few of our favorite things. I didn't sing that correctly because I... <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. I'm, we are going to share. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to share a few of our favorite things. Um, I thought I could be Julie Andrews and sing that to you guys, but I clearly don't know the song well enough to like just jump at it. That was so good. Oh, wow. And you guys don't know this, but like Brooke has an amazing singing voice. So it is. And so like, even if she sings it, it's funny, but it's, because it's still really good, but yeah, that was not the uh, the 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 note order that was necessary. But it was still beautiful, Brooke. You're you're lucky. You're talented. It was none <laughs> of the notes. Yeah, I actually just decided that the original version wasn't like fitting for us. So I just, you made it you more know, bougie. It was the know, remix, if you will. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much for your love and support because that was wildly embarrassing. Okay, moving on. Erica, what are some of your favorite things right now? 
Okay. So this kind of popped up out of a conversation. I have Brooke and I having um, just being like things we were excited about. And I, it started with me being like, Brooke, I got this electric kettle from Goodwill for $4. It was unused, unopened. I mean, it was probably only like $20 new, but I was excited because, you know, Brooke's in London. She's British now. She must drink tea every day. But even before that, she's had an electric kettle for her pour over coffee and other things. So I was like, I need this too. I need to be on this level. It's a life changer. And I, it is guys, I, I cannot tell you how much better my life is with having this kettle there. I always have water in it. I just tap it. It starts boiling within moments, you know, and I'm able to have tea that is at the perfect temperature for steeping. I can have my pour over coffee if I want to be a bit more bougie in the morning. And even like things I didn't think about, like I was going to Joey's Frisbee games um, like two weeks ago and it was kind of cold. Uh, in case you guys don't know, Joey plays ultimate Frisbee and he's like really good at it. And it's kind of like insane to go watch, but it's frigid sometimes. And so I just took the electric kettle and I filled up these thermoses with hot water and closed them for a few minutes. And then I put some hot food in those heated up thermoses and they stayed hot for the entire day. There are so many things I did not even know that these kettles can do. Yeah. Like run and get yourself one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, it's, you're right that even at full price, I mean, you can get super bougie ones with like a Brita filter, you know, depending on where you live, whatever. But I got one that was like, I don't know, 15 bucks from Target or Walmart. It has lasted me forever up until now. And yeah, it's like, <laughs> The uses are endless. You can even get just creative, but it's, yeah, I'm so glad. The thermos thing is huge. It's just, you could just set it and forget it and like run and kind of do the rest of your morning routine while, yeah, something, it's it's fabulous. I totally agree. Worthwhile investment. Yeah, I, to I mean, because like I have a teapot, you know, and so I really didn't ever think about wanting an electric kettle until I had access to testing out Brooks. And it really is like, it changes like the whole pace of my day because I can have my hot water for my tea ready to go whenever I finish my coffee. I drink a tea at work and now it's just, oh, I have the hot water. I'm going to put the tea bag in. Beautiful. Done. It stays hot all day. Um, my first thing to share with you guys today is I am on a whole like probiotics kick Ooh. and not as in like a supplement form. Um, I'm still doing my research on that, but I've listened to so much information lately on like the microbiome and stuff, which that's one of my other things I'm going to share with you, but I've got, I've gotten really into kimchi. Ooh. So yes, for those of you who don't know what that is, it is fermented vegetables. Um, a lot of times it's like kind of associated with Asian food. And um, like miso is another like fermented, well, it's fermented soybean, but again, it's really good for your gut microbiome. But um, being in London, I love the diverse food scene here. Mm -hmm. And one of the grocery stores I go to in their health food section, they have these little tubs of kimchi. And I've just tried the basic one. It's a little spicy, but I, I love adding it just, and you just need a really small serving, right? Like I add it at the beginning of like my dinner each night. It definitely gives me, you know, just a bolt of flavor. And I feel like I'm really setting up my 
in my gut to absorb every all the good stuff that I'm eating. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to try. There's a beet one, and I'm obsessed with beets. I'm assuming it might be a little sweeter. So that was just something. It was you know I know we've talked about we might've talked about like I made my own kombucha for a long time. Like I love kombucha. I eat a lot of yogurt. I just really feel the positive effects of probiotic foods. So that's what kimchi though kind of scared me and it may be a, might be a silly thing to share, but I just want to let you guys know that it's going well. And I've like acquired the taste for it. Yeah. I think because it is, it's kind of that it's that fermented flavor. A lot of times it's a little spicier, but a little goes a long way. So I would recommend it. That's so awesome. And maybe, you know, we could even, it might be fun and I'll, I'll try it too, because, you know, like I love following your lead, but we could even look into some, some like, you know, Asian recipes, you know, maybe look at some, some chefs from Mm. uh, the countries where kimchi has really been prominent for a long time and follow their lead and see how you can incorporate it into a dish. Cause I've definitely seen people put it in like different soups and, and, um, like bowl like foods. And I think that would also probably be really cool as like a, you know, it's definitely not onion and I'm aware of that, but I can almost think of it as having like a kick, like an onion has a kick and it could really like elevate a dish. That would be very fun to look into and kind of experiment with. Yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe, yeah, we could do that. Even when you you come here, I can grab a new tub of a different flavor and we can see what we could do with it. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be so fun. And of course, I also love beets. So like, I'm here with you to try that out. Yeah. Okay. We're definitely going to do the beet one because that might be a total game changer. Yes. I love that. And I totally agree. Guys, if you haven't started trying to implement more fermented foods and drinks, um, it's awesome. I mean, it is a different taste. Like I think all fermented foods have a bit of that, like, I don't want to use the word kick again, but like, there's definitely like, oh, like that vinegary twist to it um but once you kind of get used to that it really i do really enjoy it especially kombucha of different flavors and i do all my kombuchas um for the most part are sugar free you know so they're not adding a lot of stuff into it uh but it's so good and i can definitely tell if i go too many days without it that like my body misses that and it it does benefit me to digest those harder to digest foods especially because Um, I know both Brooke and I, we consume a significant amount of leafy vegetables every day. And that can be tough on your digestive tract. And this stuff definitely just makes it more functional and makes you feel better. It totally does. Like that, I'm so excited to share like one of my other things and how it builds on this. But long story short is what I'm learning is I think what makes probiotics so good for us Erica and like those physical benefits we feel is it is the vehicle that helps take the nutrients from a lot of vegetables which humans don't have the enzymes naturally to break down and absorb the nutrients the probiotics are the vehicle to help you like it gives you those enzymes so you can fully break down and get all of the nutrients out of your veggies. Oh, wow. That's massive. Like, so it's just, it's increasing like the good you're already putting in your body by adding even just a little bit. You don't need a lot as you probably know. I mean, kombucha is easy to, I could drink it all day long, right. but yogurt, 
kimchi, you know, miso, you only need a little bit. So it's such, it's such a thing to look into a good investment and something fun to experiment with if you like to cook, like Erica said. Absolutely. And I didn't know that miso was a fermented food because Joey and I had just started making ramen at home, uh, like maybe a month ago. And I could totally put more miso in it and get that fermented benefit. That's fantastic. And I also didn't know that it was like that vehicle. That is so cool. That is, that makes so much sense though. Cause I don't know why it makes me feel better, but hearing that makes it make so much more like logical sense. It follows that it would help me with those foods. Oh, I'm so thankful for people who are doing research and stuff in these fields and sharing it with us. Um, because yeah, so, knowledge is power. That's so, so darn cool. All right. Very back cool. to you. Next thing. Okay. So my next thing is it's a foundation. So I wear makeup most days. I don't do like a ton of makeup, but I, I am pretty much every day foundation and mascara. Those are like my two that I have to do um, just to make me feel like I am ready for the day, whether or not, you know, if you don't wear makeup, I'm not suggesting you start wearing makeup, but like, I'm one of those people who I'm like to get ready for the day. These are the steps that I do to feel like I am ready, feel good about myself and feel like I am gonna accomplish something. Just like getting a nice outfit on for me doing my makeup is that step. Um, and the newest foundation that I've started really enjoying using is by Rare Beauty. Um, and that is Selena Gomez's uh, makeup line. And I'm usually quite... Oh opposed to trying celebrity makeup lines because I feel like they can be gimmicky and low quality. But it has been phenomenal because I have very fair skin, but I have freckles. And Rare Beauty is able to somehow show, let my freckles show through, show the natural like features of my face that I love, but cover up some of that redness at the same time. And that's something I've been looking for for like my entire life. And I'm really excited about it because I don't want to cover up the parts of me that I think make me different, that I think make me beautiful, but still making me feel more comfortable with my skin, you know, discoloration. And as I get older, you know, the bags under my eyes because I'm tired at all times of the day. Um, And I just, I really think you guys should go out there and give it a check out. If you're looking for makeup, they have a more full coverage, which is what I wear most days, but I'm also going to start trying next week. They have a, um, tinted moisturizer. So I think that would be really cool to even like decrease the amount of makeup I wear on like an off day where maybe I'm just going to the gym. I'm not really going out to work or anything. Um, but I can still feel like presentable and ready to face that day. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love that. And you guys, anyone out there with freckles, People who don't have them want them. Like they're so naturally beautiful. Like I love Erica that you try to find a way to enhance that part of you because it is it's it's so unique and oh I'm so happy to hear that that was a successful product. And yes. I have to ask, just like I'm sure it it varies um, store to store, but what's the price range? Oh, that's such a good for, point. For product. So it's very typical for like beauty store product foundation. It's about $32. I could, I'll double check and um, make sure that that's correct, but it's in the low thirties and that's more than you're going to pay at like Walgreens. But um, if you're, you know, looking at products, like you're looking at Too Faced or Tarte or um, any of those like larger beauty brands that you're going to find at Ulta or Sephora, 
32 is pretty that's a pretty reasonable price you know they even run up as high as 70 in some of those higher end brands but the 32 dollar yeah. bottle will last me over two months so it is a good amount of product it is um a little goes a long way so you can get a good amount of coverage from a very small amount of product so it doesn't feel like you're spending a ton of money on makeup i'd say that it lasts longer than those 10 to 15 dollar bottles at walgreens of you know like um cover girl which i also like cover girl but i do feel like rare beauties goes a lot farther so you're getting more bang for your buck you're just paying more at the onset of the product mm -hmm. absolutely which is you know it's interesting um as i think well maybe other people but as i've gotten older i've started to mm -hmm. invest in a little more of like some more, you could call them like mid-range products, maybe not like expensive per se, but I was strictly a drugstore, like makeup and beauty gal, which absolutely nothing wrong with that. But as I started looking into more like clean beauty, especially, yeah. it's hard because a lot of it is you have to jump price range a little more. But I'm, I am, I'm totally with you that there is something to be said, and this isn't for every product though, so right. do your research beforehand. But some of the more expensive ones, aka above drugstore um, prices, a little goes a long way. So it can be like, ugh, like I'm paying so much for this. But then you end up having this product for like four months. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. So just just know that sometimes when you invest in a higher quality product, you have to you get to use less and still get the benefits, which is really nice. Yeah. I, I would agree that as I get older and I can take those risks financially a little bit more, you know, $30 doesn't hurt as much as it did in college. Uh, it, it's, yes. it's almost frustrating to see that I'm saving money on products because I'm spending more right away. So that's definitely something worth doing your research, guys, seeing if you can save yourself some money, even if it is a little more in that beginning. Absolutely. And try, I, I have heard that sometimes like those small sample sizes around like the cash register, it's like, they're not like, you're not saving yourself any money. Like, you know, they make it sound like it's such a good deal, but it's kind of, it's a good way to test the water. If you're not sure you want to buy a full size product. Um, but just know that it's, it's not like, don't get caught in the gimmick of like, you're saving money. Cause I mean, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. It's, it's hairy. I think that's a really good point because they'll give you a significantly reduced portion of the product at an inflated price. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, it's a horse apiece. Like one thing I will say too, that I learned, I did not know. And again, maybe I think a lot of other, especially women know this more so, but like you can make product returns at Sephora or Ulta if you have like, if it, especially if it makes you break out, like the number of people like I had to throw it away, you know, it was a, it was money lost. Uh, uh. like if, if you don't love it, I'm not really sure if that applies, but if you ever have an adverse reaction to something, you can take products back to those stores and get your money back. So no, that was a hack for me being a sensitive skin yeah. gal. Um, and I was, I was a little more willing to try something in a, a higher price point. I, I guess I never thought about that because like, yeah, I always feel like you, you open it, it's yours, you're done. But that's a really good point because I'm sure, you know, you take it in there, they're going to give you your money back and they're not going to sell that product to somebody else. So you don't have to feel like gross about it. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something I'll have to keep in mind because yeah, my skin breaks out like that with a new product. So it's, it can be yeah, expensive. <laughs> absolutely. 
But I, I actually had an Ulta store representative tell me that. So I was like, because I was like, oh, he's a, the bigger one's better value. And I'm like, uh, but I'm scared. I don't want to drop that much money if it doesn't take well to my skin. And he's like, you can always return it. So yeah, just something to know. Little money hack for you. Life hacks. Obviously, if you use almost all of it, though, and then you're like, ooh, this didn't work for my skin, they're not going to yeah. take it back. So let's all be right. truthful people and not try to pull anything over. Yeah. Good point. Good point. All right, Brooke, what is next on your list of favorite things? So oddly enough, mine is also a skincare product <laughs> um, or makeup product, you could say. Um, I am a huge SPF believer yes. on our face people men women children everybody people who identify as anything wear spf okay like you don't have to own your whole body i know there's contradictions even like with chemicals and things in spf but there are clean mineral based ones find something that works for you get ahead of the game start wearing it if you know like a if you have a a cousin a sibling someone in high school moisturizing is important but spf especially. So with that rant, I will say that, again, this was one of my products that I fought for a long time because I had my drugstore SPF lotion that was good and fine, but I was reading about these cleaner brands and these ones that just layer really well under makeup. So I bit the bullet. I bought it. Love it. Super goop. Really? It is a expensive and I'm so sorry but I've got to be honest with you guys I don't champion a lot of makeup stuff specifically because I am I'm kind of like more of a, a CC cream just throw stuff on girl but super mm -hmm. goop the matte one it is like using a primer with really a high level of SPF it's so good you like don't even feel it on your face but especially during like the colder months when my skin tends to dry out and it looks dull the mm -hmm. super glow like the super goop glow i'm sorry it's called glow screen spf moisturizer love it like i would like it just helps i put it i put lotion on i put my spf on and then i put like my light like cc cream on and it's just enough of a glow to come through my makeup and just make me look alive and i i'm a lover of the dewy makeup trend that's been going mm -hmm. on so i've had people say like oh your skin is glowing you know like it's something like i'm doing this deep exfoliation and i'm like nah it is this spf so i'm killing two birds with one stone which is so good so yes. erica have you tried super goo no i, I haven't but this. i'm very intrigued because um i'm incredibly fair and i'm also a huge fan of spf it's like my favorite thing in the world um so i'm going to have to try it um Maybe I'll find some today because I did get a gift card for my birthday to Sephora and I'm sure that they sell super good there. Or if they don't, I'll figure it out. But what is the, what they is the do. price? That is where I get mine. It is a little more expensive. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. I, I don't even want to throw a number out there though because I can't keep it straight. I want to say two, it's in the 30s for like a decent, yeah. like their bigger sized bottle. But again, it goes a long way and you know, it, it blends really well. Like some sunscreen can get really tacky yes. and then you feel like you can't spread it. Both the, um, the matte finish and the glow finish spread really well across your face. So I feel again, like I'm not overusing this product mm -hmm. and I have, I've worn it out 
with minimal to no makeup. I do. I wear it every day, even if I'm not wearing makeup. And I have been outside in direct sun and have not gotten burnt. So I think it's it's good stuff. And it's it's pretty clean. Yeah, and I think that's fabulous. Like, reality is when you're dealing with a product that you're putting on your face every single day, you sh- that's where you kind of should be willing to pay more. I currently use Murad for um, my one. It's one of my yeah. facial sunscreens, and I know. I mean, I'm paying upwards of fifty dollars a bottle sometimes, and you know that can seem that is expensive. And I'm definitely coming from a privileged place, but it is something that I choose to buy that more expensive product, and then you know I spend less money on other things. I can't think of what I spend less money on right now, which is making me feel like a little bit embarrassed about myself. Cause I'm like, well, I spend less on shampoo and I'm like, well, that's cause I get it from TJ Maxx, but I'm still trying to get like the nicer shampoos just like maybe discontinued or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you're looking at a place that you can get it at a discount. No shame. That's like the bougie Absolutely. life, the balanced and bougie life. There it is guys. That's what it's happening here. It's the balance. <laughs> the balance. So we can also be bougie. Yes, exactly. Okay, moving on. Next one. Yes. So my next product, I'm definitely going to be posting a picture on Instagram so you guys can see this because I don't really know how to give you the full effect with my words. My friend Mm -hmm. Carly has this company called Flannel Fox Creations. And right now their like big main item is bandanas for your dog and or your cat you know your pet but i have dogs so i'm thinking from my dog's perspective and for my birthday this year she brought my new dog my my new dog my youngest puppy frank uh, a bandana and one side has like these beautiful like fall colored gourds and pumpkins um you know even though some like light greens and then the other side is this flannel that calls to the colors of the pumpkin and it's hand sewn and it is beautiful and it's so like I don't know something about it like it's just the thick fabric it's so high quality that when I'm like putting it on my dog I'm not worried he's gonna rip it right away just by having it on his body and I'm also not worried about it being like of a negative fabric or issues like causing issues on his skin he looks so dapper you guys it's so unbelievably cute these bandanas and they're really affordable i don't know the price but i will like share the price on instagram when i um share the picture of frank wearing this but it is unbelievably adorable how much my dogs like wearing these bandanas like they like that i'm like oh my gosh you're so handsome and they look so so cute so I'm going to share pictures. Maybe this is really just an excuse to share pictures of my dogs wearing bandanas and looking handsome, but it's just one of those things that like, it's so simple, but it makes my day better that I just come home sometimes and put them all in their little matching bandanas. And I'm like, look at them. They're just, they're just so cute. And then I do photo sessions. I know it's ridiculous, but I do. I love it. It just makes me smile so much. So I definitely want to share that with everybody. And again, share my puppies who I love so much. Yes. Oh my gosh. Please send pictures. Like, please share pictures on the page. And I, Carly is so talented. I have seen some of her things and I know like she, she's crafty in a lot of areas. So I've even had the privilege of like for Erica's bachelorette party, like Carly threw together some things for all of us because she was Erica's maid of honor. Mm -hmm. And they were so cute and I still have them. Like, I think she really puts a lot of thought and love into everything that she creates. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like many people on Etsy that you're, you're getting something that, um, someone put 
their heart and soul into, which is cool. Absolutely. And you know, women supporting women, guys. Go check her out. 100%. Ugh. All right. That's a good share, my friend. <laughs> Carly, shout out to you. I, we love she's you. driving her car right now listening to this. I'm certain that she's going to be like, oh my gosh, stop talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is next? What do you, what is your next loved product? This one is actually not a product, but I, um, just something that, you know, maybe I've considered it like a change that I've made in my friendships the past few years, which is, um, I've very purposefully, like in one of my friendships, we've talked about it very purposefully and we do it you know, it's agreed upon in other ways. I'm, you know, other friendships, I'm just trying to explore it more is, you know, around the times of holidays and birthdays and things is trying to not, and there's nothing wrong with gifts, Mm -hmm. but if you know anything about love languages, if you're like me and you're a quality time gal, I love asking for experiences with friends and family, um, and prioritizing those with friends and family too, right? Like the fact that Erica's birthday is falling along the time that she's coming to see me feels like, you know, then what we're doing together is this experience. Right. And one of my other friends too, we've agreed that we don't get each other gifts anymore, but we're planning like when I'm home for Christmas, we're going to plan a best friend day out to go do Christmassy cute things together. Yes. So just something I wanted to share. If you are a gift lover, a proper gift giver, keep on keeping on. The world needs you. I still have friends like that who, just give the most heartfelt gifts. Um, but I am someone who stresses about that. Like I want someone to know how much I love them, but I'm more of like a words and a quality time sort of gal. So I'm like, why not try to stretch and implement that in my friendships and things. And I've just seen, it's really vague, but just something I wanted to throw out to you guys that if, if you're in the same boat as me, Think about planning some experiences with your friends and make some memories as a way of, of celebrating milestones or birthdays mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, I totally love that because I do feel like um, I don't think that's ever something that you and I have explicitly discussed, but I feel like it is something that we often like we do a lot of like things together. I feel like, you know, you're one of my go to people to be like, do you want to try this with me or, or go do this yoga class outside or do you want to go? to this concert or whatever, like you and I are like, that's kind of my thing for you. But I love the idea, even, you know, thinking of my nieces and nephews of trying to find, like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy passes for us to go to this museum or something like that. It's, it's definitely something I've thought about. And I know it's hard, especially when you don't live close to somebody. So it's hard to kind of plan those events, but I think that can make it, you know, even more important. Yeah, that's a really good point, too, that, you know, if you do have some distance between you, it can make it harder. You know, if you have a friend where it, you know, maybe feels agreed upon that you meet up once a year and you kind of save up for that and that's Mm -hmm. a time that you're just, I mean, granted, planning trips with your friends, I think everyone should do it. Everyone should make a point to try to make that time. And this doesn't even have to be like a big trip thing, but... Um, yeah, that was just something that I was thinking about when I think about going home for the holidays that I'm already looking forward to. And I, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how that came about just kind of going more for the experiences over the items, but it's something I've been really grateful for and been leaning more into. All right, back to you, my friend. So my next one is also not an exact product, but it's not as heartfelt as yours. Um, (laughs) so I (laughs) want to preface 
with I really hate Amazon. I hate them. They're better than everyone else, though, if that makes sense. Like, I try so hard not to use Amazon as much as possible. But, like, in the end, sometimes it is unavoidable. On that note, I am in love with Kindle Unlimited. So that is this um, subscription where you pay, I think, $15 a month and you get access to this huge library online of books. And I've done the research and found that the authors get paid by page for the books. And if you read, I think I'll, I'll double check, but I think it's like if you read five books or no, six books a month, Amazon loses money on you. So I have been able to justify my Kindle Unlimited subscription by reading over five books a month. So it's both encouraging me to just read an unbelievable amount, but also I don't have to feel as bad about spending that money. And I know that the authors are getting paid for each time I continue reading their book. And that feels really good. But I am like, I have started reading while working out, which is like weird, but like while I'm running, I can set my phone down and read or like I jog, I don't run, I jog. Um, And I just like read like for an hour and I can go through, you know, a book a week doing that for sure. And I've just found that Kindle Unlimited saves me so much money because I was just continually buying books online or even buying physical books. And, you know, they're $15 a piece on for just one. And so when you're reading as many as I can in a short time, it's a, it's a hefty sum. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I like how you were able to combine your love of reading with undermining a company that you do not agree with. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I just think that's amazing. Yeah. So if you want to take Amazon down, yes, (laughs) please, this is a good route. Or if you just want to read more Mm -hmm. and save some money, like that's a good way to make it worth it. So, okay. And you might've like, I got really stuck on that point about Amazon because I just thought it was really funny. But is there a certain number of books that you essentially have to read to break even on that? Yeah, I think it's Like your investment? So It is six. Okay. Yeah, for them. So like for me, I'm already saving money by about three. So like if I read three books and I bought three books, I'm saving money. A lot of the books that are, um, not all of them, but some books on Kindle Unlimited would be cheaper because they're like by lesser known authors. There's a huge variety of books on Kindle Unlimited. Just- from some very famous, I think like even the Harry Potter books are on Kindle Unlimited, but then there are a lot of lesser known authors where the books would typically be like $5 a piece for you to buy. So if you read at least three, you are already saving money. Then Um, Amazon pays per page that you read to the authors. And if you read about six books on average, that costs them more than $15, which is what you are paying monthly. And Amazon's still making a ton of money as they do, right? right? <laughs> because most yeah. people only read one book per month, maybe, um, you know, because we get so mm-hmm. busy and we have other things. And a lot of people who are readers are going to read some on their Kindle Unlimited and then they're going to want to buy books by their favorite favorite authors. Like I still buy the physical copies of my favorite books. But in the end, I do mm-hmm. think like, I do think it's super worth it because it does just, it makes, it, it causes me to do more reading than just watching TV or YouTube or you know, some of those less um, engaging tasks with your mind. I mean, I love TV, don't get me wrong, but like, I like to be reading so that my mind is you know, creating an image. I'm, I'm using my imagination from my childhood still, you know, and I am just 
I think, you know, it's exercising your brain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I asked that question just because there are some people who are like, okay, if I'm going to pay $15 a month, like a subscription sort of thing, what do I have Mm -hmm. to do to make it more cost effective than just, you know, buying buying books on the regular? So that's really good to know. So about three is you're kind of getting the worthwhile benefits. And then even more than that, you're, I mean, it's bonus. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, definitely, you know, you know yourself as a reader, but maybe this will unlock something where you can end up reading a lot more because you could end up reading, you know, you could access a ton of like romance novels if that's what you're into. But then, you know, you have access to a ton of self um, help and development books as well. There's history, there's histories, there's fiction, nonfiction. I mean, there is everything in there. So whatever you like reading, you're probably not access to. And, And even if, you know, you're just trying to learn more about a certain topic or, um, learn how to do something. They have lots of books on building your skills and whatnot accessible on Kindle Unlimited as well. That's awesome. I might even get on that as well. And I'm, I'm a podcast gal, as you know. I, I love to read, but I find it really hard to carve out the time yeah. and sit down for it. I like, yeah. Like I even was like, oh, I'll rent books from the library because I, you know, then I'll have a time stamp that I have to read before I return it. Mm-mm, still can't get through it. So I yeah. need to work on that. Having it on my phone is helpful. I really do feel like because the app is just right here on my phone, that's always in my pocket. Uh, you know, say I'm just riding in the car and Joey's driving or you're on the train, you know, you can just pull up your book if you feel like it instead of just mindlessly scrolling something on Instagram, which I, I also like Instagram. So I'm not no di- no diss to Instagram, but it just makes it easier and more accessible no matter where you are. Absolutely. That's a huge perk. All right, back to you. What do you got next? Back to me. So mine is just another like knowledge nugget that I got from some of the podcasts and things I listened to. So if you find what I say really boring, just skip ahead like maybe a minute and then I get back to something fun from Erica. But <laughs> what I learned from um, listening to some podcasts with Dr. Andrew Huberman, who's like a neurobiologist through mm-hmm. – um, he has his own podcast and things like that, is the importance of – well, he talks about a lot. But one thing I've really been into, which is a practice he encourages, is getting natural light on your eyeballs as soon as you can in the morning. Oh, okay. So – what this can look like is essentially just getting outside. You can sit outside anywhere from like five minutes. Some people go up to 20. Like as it gets colder, that's harder to do. Yeah. But you want to get outside earlier in the morning and please don't stare straight into the sun. <laughs> but like look around and you're you're letting – so it has to do with like the natural light from the sun and it can be overcast. Mm-hmm. It can be – it doesn't matter. It's setting your biological clock, your circadian rhythm, so that you sleep better. I swear, you guys, I have been doing it since, like, quite a few months now. Um, And it's been harder. Like, luckily, I get it walking to class here. But I just, I was thinking about that this week when I was trying to be like, okay, what is something that I think has been helpful Mm -hmm. for me that I want to share? And I've really enjoyed that practice. I think there's many factors I've been trying to focus on quality sleep, but I think that's one of them. And I wanted to share it in a way that I worked it in to like, well, I guess I did work it in prior to coming here and walking to class into my morning routine where like I had my hot lemon water and we had one of those little egg chairs that sits in a little corner that was really sweet. And I would sit there in the morning and just like 
pray or meditate, but with my eyes open and just allow, just soak in that sun. And I think the sun is good. I mean, I just talked about SPF, but still that vitamin D is important. So mm -hmm. getting out into natural light early in the morning is something that I've been having fun trying to incorporate yeah. um, in different ways. And it's just an, a nugget of knowledge I wanted to share. I love that because I walk to work every day. And I definitely feel like mm -hmm. it makes, it sets up my day in a better place. Occasionally I have to drive to work for a multitude of reasons. You know, I'm bringing something really heavy or I am going to have to leave work early and go straight to a class or something. But um, yeah, I definitely think that even just getting, you know, that fresh air into your lungs, you know, it definitely feels, yes. it feels more like a, a real entrance into the day as opposed to just, you know, waking up, getting ready as fast as possible and trudging into work, which is what I sometimes do. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too, like, you know, I, I do try to give myself grace and they say sunlight at any time of the day is really beneficial for like your mental health, your physical health. It just has so many benefits. So even making kind of a game out of okay, when can I get some more sunlight in my day? And again, overcast, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a bright and sunny day. But do you decide mm -hmm. to eat your lunch outside? Take a walk on a break. Um, stand outside and scroll your phone. I mean, maybe that's a little counterproductive. But finding mm -hmm. more ways to, like you said, get out in fresh air, get out in sunlight, um, especially being in the concrete jungle now. Well, yeah. one of them in the world, I guess you could say. Um, it's been, it's just in some ways, because it's already a mm -hmm. habit, seeking it out sometimes i'm like ugh, like i fine i'll take a little extra like a longer walk and i just mm -hmm. notice that being in nature and being outside it's just it's calming so yeah. if you feel you're in a space where you have been missing out on that i i would encourage you to to try to find ways that work for you to get some some nature time if you will and just see if, if you notice any changes mm -hmm. and then let us know because i'm curious I love that. And, you know, honestly, that kind of puts me on to something that I love that I've discovered recently um, in the last like summer, I guess. And it is no matter the weather, just being out for a hike and in fully in nature. So you're surrounded by it. I do feel like there's just something different about walking not totally alone, but like not with a ton of people around you in the woods or or whatnot, where you see just you hear animals moving around, you see the trees and you're able to just breathe such fresh air. I do feel like it's almost healing. Like your body is connecting back to nature and it has just improved my life so drastically. A hundred percent. I mean, ugh, I, I'm not even going to get into the tangent of how like I feel we connect with nature, but so, so right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, take a hike too. If you can, like if you have a, or even if there's a, a little cute pond with a, Yes. A trail around that you like to walk, find your spot that makes you feel at peace and try to try to get there a little more. Mm -hmm. All right, friend, moving on. Next one. All right. So my next one, again, is uh, it is a product again, but I don't care what brand you use. I have a hair straightening brush as opposed to a flat iron straightener. Mm -hmm. um, this transition I made in college and has incredibly saved my hair. So I, um, I try now just as an adult to not straighten my hair as often as I used to, but I do straighten it probably two or three days a week. Um, and I was straightening my hair every day in college and I was getting like the entire last couple inches were getting splayed and they were getting burnt and it was just 
not conducive to a long-term, you know, process for my hair. And for my birthday, Joey got me this hairbrush that was a straightener and you just like run. So make sure your hair is already brushed before you do it. You don't want to like use it as a brush, but you run this hairbrush through your hair a few times and it straightens out the strands. And I just feel like because it's not crushing the hair, it's actually just like gliding through your hair. It is causing significantly less damage as long as again your hair is brushed beforehand because if it's not brushed beforehand you know you could hit a knot and then you're pulling on your hair which isn't good either but i love it i have had the same hairbrush or the same hair straightener brush since he bought me that like what junior year of college so what are we at six years now i know right and it was only like 30 bucks um i think it is just like a con air hairbrush and i know there are tons now now there's like one every brand has their own version but if you haven't tried that and you are someone who straightens your hair i definitely recommend looking into the hair straightening brushes and seeing how it works with you know the texture of your hair yeah so i have to ask you a clarifying question because i know there's like barrel like roller dryer brushes Mm -hmm. where it's like you know, it's, it's like a tube, it blows the hot air through, it has bristles and you kind of use it to get that, those voluminous, Mm -hmm. like that voluminous straightening blowout. Yeah. Is that different from the product you're talking about? It is. Yes. So yours is more, you know, you need to, your hair cannot be wet when you use it. It is not a hair dryer in any Mm. capacity. It is a, it is a hairbrush where the, the, the actual like bristles that stick out of the hairbrush heat up and you just okay. run it through your hair. There is no air. So some people would probably prefer that air, that the one with the air because it will give you like more height or whatnot. But I do not know how, how well it would straighten your hair if your hair was dry. So like I am a night showerer. I like to have a nice hot shower or a bath before I go to sleep. And then when I wake up in the morning, I spend that time drinking coffee or um, slowly doing my makeup or something like that, that I find like calming in the beginning of my day. Cause a shower would just make me sleepy. And if I had one of those air dryer, air blow drying brushes, it would probably not work since my hair is already dry. Um, but if you're a morning shower, I do think it's definitely worth looking into. I'm just a fan right now of just the actual straightening brush because I'm, I'm never using it when my hair is wet. Totally. Yeah. And I actually have one of like the round ones that, Mm -hmm. because I have such curly hair, I use it as kind of like when I really want it to stay, I kind of like blow dry it out with that, kind of rough dry it, Mm -hmm. use that volumizing brush, if you will, to give, to straighten my cuticle out a little bit. So that when I go back in with my actual iron, it just holds it. However, Yes, I just didn't because I feel like words are so interchangeable when you're looking for products. Yeah. But I agree with you that I'm sure if I ran it through my hair hundreds of times, I could get it straight, but it is not like a straightening tool. It's for volume mm-hmm. and helping to like dry. So definitely just know that difference. Look for one that looks more like a hairbrush, like you're saying, yes. that's a hair straightener where. You might go on Amazon, the place that Erica hates more than anything, and if you <laughs> type in like you know, hairbrush straightener, you'll see all of these options. So don't go mm-hmm. with the barrel drying brush. Go with one that 
and we can even post it. I think I'm yeah. over explaining this, but there's nothing worse than getting a product and then realizing it's not, not what, what you like wanted. your friend or someone told you yeah, about. Absolutely. Sucks. And, and it just sucks because they do like, it's a different, it's a different, um, I can't think of a word other than service, but like they do different things, you know? So it depends on what you're really totally. seeking out of your product. If you want your hair to be straight and like you can style it with other products, or if you want your hair to have that volume and you're wanting to get that blow dry at the same time, cause you're showering in the morning and you need to get ready right away and you don't have time for it to dry. Um, so it definitely depends on what you're, what you're looking for, but I have found it to be a huge time saver and significantly reduced the damage on my hair type at least. That's so nice because I did, I was with you. I loved to straighten my hair and I still have my straightener. It's a mm-hmm. like invested in a good one in high school. Mm-hmm. But when you realize how much damage it does, I haven't touched it in years, yep. like probably five years, mm-hmm. but sometimes I want, I want like a straight hair look and I just, I'm like, well, I don't have an option because it's bad for my exactly. hair. So I, I might even pick this up. I feel like this is a good tip. Oh yeah. I love it so much. And it also like, I was kind of skeptical. So when I was younger, I used a chi hair straightener. I loved it. I still have it and I won't get rid of it just in case, but I was really skeptical that the brush would get my hair straight. I was like, well, it's not like, you know, clamp down. It's not going to do the job, but it, it does. I have no idea. I don't understand the science. I don't know. I know nothing. But I know that it works really well and pretty quickly. But you do need to run the brush through about a couple times, you know. It, you don't move as, like, with okay. your straightener, I think you move pretty slow. And with this hairbrush, I just, like, literally mm-hmm. brush through, like, a couple times till it looks straight. <laughs> I feel like it's probably so good, too, because there is something to be said. Curly-haired gals can't really brush their hair as much because right. it just, you know destroys our curls but they do say that like people who are in the habit of brushing their hair at Mm -hmm. night if you have a hair type that allows you to it distributes the oils from your scalp and it actually strengthens the hair follicles so Mm -hmm. i'm sure in some ways that design is even helping again i'm just totally speculating but another possible benefit yeah so that's so cool well okay that actually transitions a little bit into my next one which um Again, not as kind of a product, not a product, mm-hmm. whatever. So I suffer, again, with – I've told you guys a million times I have curly hair. Curly hair is a lot of times prone to dryness, mm-hmm. um, which mine definitely is. And especially my ends and things. And I don't even – I don't even use heat treatment a lot. But I was noticing transitioning, especially to hard water here, that it was – my ends were really suffering. Yeah. And one of my friends was like, you should do a coconut oil hair mask. Mm-hmm. And – you know, I was like, well, I actually have coconut oil in my pantry. You know, maybe I'll try it. She doesn't uh, like a full on, she douses her hair and like wraps it up, uh, sleeps in it overnight. I didn't really have time for that. So I just tried putting it on my ends, tying it up in a bun and then like doing some of my other things pre-shower. And then I went through my washing and rinsing like conditioner. And I've got to say it worked well, like even for a short amount of time. And again, Maybe this is something everybody knew, but give it a try, especially That's if you awesome. just want to liven up some of like your dead ends or the ends of your hair. Mm-hmm. I it, hair was really soft and it felt shinier, so a good kind of natural product um, that I would recommend trying for your hair. Maybe not at your scalp, because again, if you put any oily stuff towards your scalp, it can be really hard. You have to like use shampoo to really wash it out. But for dry end galleys, um, give a little. Uh, extra virgin, is it extra virgin coconut oil? I'm not sure. Something to that effect. (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I think, you know, I've always, always hear that coconut oil has so many different uses. And oddly enough, mm-hmm. um, I don't use it on my hair, but I definitely think I will try hearing how you say it because in the winter, it does get a bit more brittle at the end. Um, but yeah. I occasionally put tablespoons of coconut oil in my dog's food um, because he has dry skin and it helps both his skin and his hair be softer. So I, I think that's so interesting because he eats it instead of like having it applied, but that yeah, even applying it to your hair is definitely obviously having positive, um, like positive reaction. So that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I know so many uses for it. Like, and again, do your research on it. Cause I know at some one point, some people use it, you know, to remove makeup. Some people use it as a moisturizer, but I've heard sometimes it can clog pores and things. So just before you try anything, give it a, mm-hmm. some research based on your hair type, skin type, whatever. But yeah. yeah, I think coconut oil is one of those things that really came on the scene as just having so many different uses and benefits. And uh, so it's worth picking up a jar. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. I totally agree. So the last thing I want to talk about today is something that is going to sound odd, but is life-changing. So I have this table and it is from Asia and it is called the Katatsu. It is a table that has a heating element underneath it and you lay a very thick uh, special like flame retardant blanket over that heating unit which is in a cage like it's not like super hot to the touch or anything and then you lay the table over your blanket and you sit under the table with this blanket over you and there's the heat is trapped by this blanket and you have the table um so you can like so in the winter time so i'm getting really excited because i only have it up in the winter i like to do puzzles (laughs) sitting under this heated table with my dogs they get obsessed when it's katatsu time because they love to lay on the blanket because it's warm or even like have part of their body under the blanket because it is so warm. And it is just this, it's so, so good. I saw it in a movie. I saw some people sitting under this table, heated table in a movie. I was like, that looks dope. I spent months looking to find one online. (laughs) I got one from Amazon. I have no idea where it's actually like made or produced, but it is amazing and it is like the epitome of christmas for me every year when i get out my christmas decorations i get out my katatsu my little heated table and i start doing all my like work from home stuff like underneath my katatsu i do all of my puzzles and like um even i've even made like uh gingerbread houses while sitting under my katatsu it is my number one favorite winter thing that is so cool. So cool. Cause, okay, because number one, I've never heard of that before. I'm trying mm-hmm. to picture it, but I'm sure what's in my head isn't doing it justice. So I'm going to Google it yeah. when we hang up. But <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, like what's better than being cozy at Christmas time doing Christmassy activities? Yes. Like, come on. Yes, and I know it's it's definitely not something that's, like, huge in, in the U.S. or probably many Western places, but – Every time someone comes over in the winter and I like have it out already and they sit under the katatsu, they're like, this is fantastic. And I know in certain (laughs) countries in Asia, they have large ones um, where you can actually like have multiple people sit under it or, you know, like eat together or whatever. Mine's really small because like, it's just me. But um, yeah, it is such a fun thing that now is so ingrained. It's definitely not a Christmas like tradition for anyone else. Like it's not... (laughs) That's not its intended use, but well, for it's me, be I'm now. Like, 
Christmas time under the Kotatsu. <laughs> yes. It, it just even flows. It like it sounds good. Christmas time under the Kotatsu. Yes. Like, I want to do that. I'm going to look for one. This sounds – I'm always cold. I'm perpetually yes. cold too. So it sounds like one of those things that will just warm you to your core. It really does. It's so nice. So nice. Oh my gosh. So cool. Okay. We're All definitely right. so we are reaching the end of our time, but we are gonna share, mm -hmm. we're gonna follow up in the resources with all the things we shared. Yes. If you have questions, let us know, especially like at this Katatsu table. I think that was you <laughs> saved the best for last, Erica. That was so cool. Thank you. Um but let us know too what you thought of this episode. Um yeah, just give us your feedback because, like, maybe we can even do little mini updates on things we're really loving and vibing with mm -hmm. um, every now and then. But yeah. in the meantime, yeah, let us know if you get a katatsu table or you try some coconut <laughs> oil in your hair. Um, yes. Yeah, and we're just wishing you a good week and a bougie week. Let's make it a bougie yeah. week. How about that? Have a bougie week. And also in the comments on Instagram, tell us. Like, what is your current favorite thing so that Brooke and I can continue mm -hmm. our bougie journey and get even worse than we already are? <laughs> that was also one of the goals of this is just finding more bougie people to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, be extra with. Have fun, Erica. Thank you. Bye. I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Balanced and Bougie. If you like this episode, give us a like, let us know in the comments, and subscribe to our channel. We would also love to hear from you guys. Do you have any topics that you want us to discuss? Are you knowledgeable or passionate about something that you want to share with the Balanced and Bougie community? Let us know. Find us on Instagram at balancedndbougie. That's B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-N-D-B-O-U-J-E-E balanced and bougie. Can't wait to talk to you guys again soon.